You're listening to Incorporating Superpowers with the Voice of Reason, risk mitigation expert, and former counterintelligence agent, Justin Reckla. Get ready to rip apart the veil as we dismantle old school business and prepare for what comes next. Business will never be the same. Welcome to Incorporating Superpowers. I'm your host, Justin Ruckla, and today um, today we're talking to one of my longtime friends in the business world, one of my very first mentors, uh, one of the people that, uh, and probably the key person that's helped keep our business on track with integrity above all else. Uh, he's known as America's integrity expert. Uh, I am honored to call him my friend and my brother, Dr. David Gruder. David, thanks for being on the show today. My pleasure, and I feel like you're my brother too, so it's perfect. <laughs> this is this is good stuff. So this is, you and I have gotten, gotten on, and we've done Facebook Lives, and we've done all sorts of rants and F-bombs, and people got to see a whole different side of Dr. David Gruder uh, <laughs> through some of our interviews. So today we're going to do things a little bit different, not saying that the F-bombs might not come out, but I'm just saying that... Um, this is a little bit more structured. I want to be a little bit more focused here. And one of the things that we talked about uh, uh, discussing was how the, the concept of conscious capitalism and how that makes integrity profitable. Um, and this is so, so important because we've seen so much in the development of business, right? And we've talked about conscious capitalism um, and, and we talked about integrity, but let, let's tie it all in. So, but before we get to that, I, I want to know what does conscious capitalism mean to you? And let's, let's just call out the elephant in the room. So two questions, what does conscious capitalism mean to you? And why, what is the elephant in the room around business of why people are so hungry for conscious capitalism? Mm. Great questions. Well, what conscious capitalism means to me is utilizing all of the blessings that capitalism as an economic structure can offer to businesses and to countries, to economies, without running afoul of the downside of, of um, basically sociopathic capitalism. And so conscious capitalism, for me, is basically in that phrase inside of our title for today, it is making integrity profitable. It's, I think the, um, you know, a lot of businesses feel, or at least the old ways of business feel, you know, are not being authentic, you know, selling, you know, snake oil. Uh, overselling, overpromising, underdelivering. You know, it's the speaker on the front of the stage who says, "Buy my stuff. You're, it's going to make your life great." But then you look behind the curtain and the veil of who they are and how they live their life, and you can see that their life is not what you want. So why would you buy their stuff? It's the same thing for corporations. We see it in the speaker arena. It really doesn't matter what industry people are in, right? Mm -hmm. It's just this drive of what's what's driving people to connect with others. So in that, what is the biggest push that you're, that you're seeing right now across the board for, for, for where business is going? 
Well, I am seeing businesses move more and more toward conscious capitalism. Uh, and it, back in the day, when when this notion really first gathered initial critical mass, which was back in the very late 90s, it was initially called corporate social responsibility. And they were talking about what was called the TBL, the triple bottom line, which is profits, people, planet. So there are no, uh, there's no way to be in conscious, integrious capitalism if only being focused on profits. If profits are part of a triple, uh, a triple, um, a, a tripod, let's just call it that way, uh, a, a tripod of profits, people, and planet, then we're golden. And what uh, the profits part is, all three parts are very distorted, first of all, because people, even in business, have incredibly distorted notions of what money is. And when they have distorted notions of what money is, they have distorted notions about what capitalism is. And when they have distorted notions about what capitalism is, they either become very, very unethical or they become very, very allergic to being profitable. They go in one of two directions. Mm. So we can unpack it. Uh, you know, we can unpack any of this that you want to go into more detail on. But yeah, I, so the thing that the really the thing that really caught my attention there, and I think this is something that entrepreneurs, especially entrepreneurs, get caught on, is the piece that that really triggered me was uh, getting allergic to profit. Mm-hmm. Right. I, I see this. I, I I see this with a lot of our clients that we assist, and there's this mindset that money equals whatever. Therefore I can't make any money because all I want to do is put good in the world. Exactly. Is that what you, is that what you're talking about? Yes. And I consider that very common attitude among people who are really motivated to do good things in the world. Many people who are motivated in that way to be money shadow that reflects mm. a shadow relationship with money, uh, an allergy to it. Uh, you know, we have in our society, I see just for the sake of oversimplification, two groups in society around money. One group insists that in order to be profitable, you have to be willing to sacrifice personal integrity, well-being, cherished relationships, social responsibility, et cetera, et cetera. And the other group insists that in order to maintain personal integrity, social responsibility, life balance, well-being, cherished relationships, you have to be willing to sacrifice financial well-being. Both of these two groups are equally and oppositely insane. (laughs) I I, I can't agree with you more. Um, It's almost like it's a disease, right? And like you said, it's like an allergy of whatnot. And ironically, what the people that have this allergy don't realize is that money is going to be the thing that allows you to implement the change that you wanted to do. Correct? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Money is just an amplifier. Right? So, yes. so then, then how then let's just dive into this and, and maybe we'll talk about this after the break because we'll leave this as a little cliffhanger here. Um, 
Matter of fact, let's do that. Let's leave this out for the break. So sure. after the break, we're going to talk about what the secret is of how you can overcome this allergy. If you know that you've got this hang up, right? We're talking today with Dr. David Gruder about conscious capitalism and how that makes integrity profitable. David, where can our listeners go find more about you? Well, they can go to my main website, which is www.drgruder.com. That's D-R-G-R-U-D-E-R.com. Fantastic. And we'll have the links below as well in the show notes. Um, you're listening to Incorporating Superpowers. And when we get back, we're going to talk to Dr. David Gruder about how you can overcome this allergy to money that you have. So stick with us. We'll be right back. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer -peer learning, intensive one-on-one -on -one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Welcome back to Incorporating Superpowers. I'm your host, Justin Reckler. We're talking to Dr. David Gruder, um, America's integrity expert about the, the allergy that entrepreneurs have to money. We're, we're, the, the concept of today's show is talking about how conscious capitalism makes integrity profitable. And, and before the break, we identified how a lot of entrepreneurs, a lot of business owners have this preconceived notion or this allergy to money that they don't think that they can go out and meet, make profits, that they can't be profitable because it, they, it speaks to something in, in who they are and, and in their integrity. And so if that was you before the break, these we're going to dive into now on what you can do to break that barrier. And I'm here, first and foremost, I'm here to tell you, I'm not a doctor. He is. Okay. So the doctor is in the house <laughs> and he, this is what he's been doing for his entire life and helping people break through these barriers of getting to where you can remain in integrity and still create a profit. So David, what is the secret sauce to helping people break through that barrier or because, you know, how do they stop being allergic to money? Okay. First ingredient, ingredient number one is understanding a accurate and accurate definition of money because what money is, is simply portions of our life energy in a converted form. That is it. It is neither more nor less than that. It is portions of our life energy in a converted form. So we take portions of our life energy in the form of expertise and uh, experience and things along those lines, and, and we craft appropriate portions of those areas of expertise and experience into products or services that get sold for a specific amount of money. When we collect money for those products or services, all we are getting is life energy of ours back at us in a converted format that we can then use to pay bills, invest, pay it forward, uh, whatever it is that we're going to do with 
portions of our converted life energy. I when like people that. understand that that is all that money is, it starts to open up the door to it being okay to make money because if it's not okay for me to make money, then it's, it, that's the same thing as saying it's not okay for me to have life energy. Yeah, I, I, I love that first step, and I want to get it further down this rabbit hole, but one of the things that, that, that really pops up in my mind is that another way that I've heard this described is, you know, the money in is just a reflection of the value out, and I don't necessarily think that encapsulates uh, it completely. I love the way you describe it. It's more of energy out, energy back, right? Um, but oftentimes, as an entrepreneur, we'll put up a block that doesn't allow it to come back in because we just want, you know, entrepreneurs just want to put, put it out, put it out, put it out. And they don't allow for it to come back to them. And the way, the way that energy comes back, because you can only go so far by giving, 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 right. You have to fill back up yourself energetically, you know, recharge your superpowers. And the way that comes back to us is in the form of energy that we call money. I, I absolutely love that. Okay, so what's what's the second ingredient? Well, I'm going to do the third ingredient next because of okay. what you just said. And we'll double, double back to the second ingredient because what you were just describing, Justin, is what I call reciprocity blocking. Ah, God. This is, okay, we, okay I'm just, we're, gonna, we're gonna take a quick pause before we get into the third ingredient because the, the word reciprocity this has been something that keeps coming back into my purview and helping our clients in understanding the law of reciprocity. So real quick, just give a quick definition of what the law of reciprocity is. The law of reciprocity is, the way I define it, is God loving God. It is God's love and energy going out and getting responded to or echoed by it coming back. And it's this never-ending cycle of love cycling love, which is Ooh. for a lot of people who are allergic to money, they don't, they don't connect money and love. They don't connect money and source, money and spirit. Oh, I, I love that. And you're, you're the fourth interview I've had today, and this seems to be the underlying tone to 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 all the conversations of I've had today, um, mm. you know, I spoke. We spoke. I spoke to Adam Markell. Our entire conversation was on love. Um, so this, folks, this is the key. My opinion is the key ingredient to understanding the secret sauce that David's walking us through to overcoming your block in receiving money back. Okay, so what is that third step? What is that third key ingredient? It is money entitlement. Mm, okay, so talk to me more about that. So what money entitlement is, is the belief that says my blank, and I'll, I'll come back to filling in that blank in a moment, but my blank should be enough to get me money. And how that blank gets filled in varies somewhat from person to person, but it basically boils down to this. My good intentions, my noble mission, my spiritual connection, the quality of what I'm providing to the world, things along those lines, should by themselves be enough to get me money. 
And that's an entitlement issue because what it, what it really is in shadow is the hope and the belief that I will be exempted from having to do the other parts of what are necessary in order to be profitable, in order to have a thriving business. I don't, I shouldn't have to do marketing. I shouldn't have to put myself out there. I should, you know, I, I should just simply have this wonderful thing that I'm bringing to the market and suddenly magically people should just spot it and love it and want it. And that's money entitlement. Ooh. God, that hits the nail on the head for so many people. I mean, this is, I think, one of the biggest struggles entrepreneurs face, especially those that are just wanting to put goodness out in the world because they don't see, because when, when, when they're in it, they don't see it as an entitlement. They see it as a, my good work should just produce the money. Nope, you still have to do the work. You still have to show up in all of the aspects of business in order to make it work. Um, yes. At the forefront of that is relationship. So continue, please. I know I keep jumping in, but it's like, wow, these are some groundbreaking stuff. So continue on it's on your okay. thought process. No, What's no problem. Bring it, bring it back. Bring it back to that second piece. Bring it back yeah. to reciprocity. So, what happens when those of us and I resemble all of these? I've had to deal with with these blocks in myself. So I, I know this stuff from the inside out. It's These things aren't just kind of abstract theories or concepts for other people. Um, the, the big issue for me with reciprocity blocking is that I am so passionate about my mission and about giving and being of service and having high impact. I'm great with that. But asking for help, try and find me. Um, allowing people to love on me in various forms. No, no, you know, I'm the, the energy I put out, not the words I put out, but the energy I put out is, oh, no, no, I'm self-sufficient. I'm good. Everything's good. fine. I don't need anything. Right? And so I, th there's this blockage that says that I don't have a right to get what I need. I really don't have that right that I'm bringing through such, such spiritual stuff that I should feel guilty if money comes from spiritual expression and spiritual value. Uh, and that's, that goes back to the, that definition of money, where if money is only life energy, portions of our life energy in a converted form, and if life energy is of spirit, and if the law of reciprocity is about spirit cycling spirit, then when I'm blocking reciprocity, I'm blocking God. And folks, I know you, a, lot of, a lot of times for you that, that, that word God is, is a trigger point, but Call it what you will. Call it God. Call it the universe. Call it magic. Call it what. Replace that word with whatever you believe. I call it God. I call it the universe. The key point of the matter is, is that it's something bigger than you. What that looks like for you in your own life. If you get hung up on the word God, then that's a whole other conversation. But the, the message that David's delivering here is super, super essential for you to grasp if you're struggling with making ends meet and getting paid on receiving back the value of 
what your life energy is, this is super important to understand because the law of reciprocity, this is how it works. And, and you, you have hit the nail. I mean, you want to talk about affirmations, my friend. Affirmations after affirmations. Everything that you're saying, the, the fact that you bring up reciprocity, I, I can't tell you. It's probably come up in our house probably eight times this week alone. Mm-hmm. And, and like David said, this has come up for him. This is in him. This is in me. This is in just all of us because it's part of who we are as human beings and understanding how we work, how these blocks work. And when you can see them for what they are, you can move through them. And David is phenomenal at identifying these things. Um, David, this is, this is uh, such like yummy goodness. <laughs> that, that we that we can that we can just like we're putting together the ingredients of a, like a little love cookie that we're going to make and bake and, and and share with the world and this this is a really powerful uh, message. Um, talk to me a little bit more about okay, you've identified the block, you understand the law of reciprocity. What's the next steps? How do you continue moving forward? How do you how do you keep going forward without falling back into that fear? that created the block in the first place. Sure. Okay. Uh, Two quick things first. One is that I completely agree with you about what you were saying about spirit. I usually use the term source rather than the the term God. God came out that time. None of those different terms have any emotional charge for me. They're all good. I agree. Um, And uh, about law of reciprocity, the one, one other thing I want to first add is that when People are only about giving and not about receiving. What they tend to attract to them is narcissists. People who are only about getting and not about reciprocating. That's powerful. Did you hear that, folks? You see that what you can attract? That's, 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 That's powerful. That is powerful insight. So then how do we, how, how, do, how does somebody stop that once they've identified that that block is there and they're able to move through it? How do they, how do they stop from going back into it? Well, one of the things that I take people through in, in my money shadow recovery <laughs> processes is I have them develop life energy pie charts. So when you think of a pie chart, you usually think of a budget where, you know, each each budget item is labeled and and a pie slice is a, is a certain size relative to the other pie size slices pie slice sizes. And <laughs> say that three times fast. <laughs> <laughs> and I have them design initially three life energy pie charts. The first is how they would ideally like their life energy allocations to be apportioned so that they start to see that uh, they allocate life energy to all kinds of things, not just to monetization. And so that they then start to see, aha, my, my monetization pie slice on my life energy pie chart funds the entire life energy pie chart. So if that monetization slice is not highly efficient, I'm screwed. If that 
life energy pie slice that's for monetization is too large, the rest of what I'm passionate about devoting portions of my life energy to get edged out, get, uh, get neglected. So once they've got where they want to head, because I'm always a fan of beginning with the best possible end in mind, the second pie chart I have them construct is how they are allocating their life energy now. And then the third pie chart is a next approximation, a next realistic step between how they're currently allocating their life energy and how they ultimately want to be allocating their life energy. Then we start looking from there at the question of how do they optimize the ways that they monetize the portions of their life energy that are devoted to that so that they get maximum leverage from that monetization. Mm. That's how they pick the right business to build and the right way to build it. I, um, folks, this is, if you find yourself stuck, and you're, you, you know that you're having trouble with the law of reciprocity. You know that you've got this block. You know that you just want to put good out in the world and you're having trouble attracting the money. Reach out to Dr. Gruder. Have a conversation with him. This is what he does. He is magic in this world. And these are the conversations that we had with him when we first started in business. It's what's been our guiding light ever since. We built our business, our entire existence on this foundation. We were government agents, didn't know jack squat about business, and we wanted to make sure that we weren't going to sell our souls to just make a buck, right? Not only that, but our nine-year-old bringing her along with her and not sacrificing her soul along the way in the process because she does business. She's been doing it since she was two. He's been one of her mentors since she was two. And folks, I trust my, my nine-year-old with her, with, with, with him. You can trust yourself and your business with him as well, um, David. This this is this is. I mean, you again. You and I could probably converse about this kind of stuff for for eons. And I'm going to have you back on multiple times uh, to the show because what you have to share with the world is so important. Uh, and I want to make sure we get your message out there because this is what Thank people you. are. This is what people are craving. This is what they want. And they're tired of the old methods. They're looking for ways to connect. And they're looking for ways to have an impact and still know that they're okay to make money along the way. So um, one more time before we sign off, where can people go find more information about you? My main website, again, is, is drgruder.com, D-R-G-R-U-D-E-R.com. Awesome. And, and folks, reach out to Dr. David Gruder. There'll be links down below as well. Uh, make sure you reach out, give him a shout out. If you have questions, you want to connect, I'm happy to connect you directly myself. Um, and until next time, folks, remember, go out there, incorporate your own superpowers and have an impact on the world. Until next time. Bye. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today.